So, instead of encountering wellness, as I like to say, I have encountered a bit of a wellness conundrum, so to speak. It's popped up uh, several times in the past, this issue, but uh, it's really genuinely creating a significant wellness conflict, actually, which is uh, what exactly what it sounds like when two wellness goals or intentions are in conflict with each other. And this is the second time that I've experienced this type and degree of conflict. You see, one of my key anxiety triggers that I've discovered, that I've noticed as I pay attention along my personal journey is when I have to deal with multiple sensory inputs coming at me at the same time. It's not always a problem, but when it is, it can hit pretty hard. And even more specifically, it's really the need to pay attention to those many inputs. I mean, sure, there are times when sights and sounds, too much of that kind of bugs me a little bit, but I can usually walk away from those. But when my goals, when my intentions create a demand that I attend to those multiple um, information sources, that's when I start to experience a problem. I can have it happen just on email, in fact. Like, I've been spending a lot more time on email than ever before. And with every new email and every few new emails is a completely different subject that's going to require my actual thought different topic entirely. So it's kind of one sensory or information uh, mode and, and a machine gun of topics. And goodness, I'm in big trouble if I have to incorporate uh, multiple text conversations or a productivity or huddle app at the same time. I, I have literally witnessed people engaged, seemingly engaged in virtual meetings while clearly texting uh, some separate thing on the side and I think believing they're thoughtfully crafting an email on, on even another topic altogether. And all those workflows may create hit or miss results, but I, I don't see it stressing people out. Maybe more to the point, I don't see uh, people showing that it stresses them out. But this idea of being able to switch your attention so quickly, something that's plainly called task switching, it's being studied quite a bit lately, actually, and suggested whether you know it or not, it's taken your brain 30 to 60 seconds for you to disengage in the topic at hand and effectively re-engage into a new one. Literally, the brain did not evolve for that function, you know, certainly the brain evolved to hear different sights and sounds and in the wild and animals moving around and flying overhead, but, but separate yet simultaneous full-on conversations, separate yet simultaneous needs to think through different things. No, no, I, I, I don't think that's working as well for people as they think it is. I, uh, for me, it, does not work well. In fact, it hurts. So that brings me to this current wellness conflict uh, because it involves what I'm doing right now, which is recording this episode and wondering what to do next. Because 
I avoid multiple communication methods, as you can imagine, right? Simultaneously engaging in these methods as I've just described. And when I finally published my book, the natural follow-up was uh, some tutorial videos, uh, get them up on YouTube. I mean, it was a low back repair manual. It's the name of the book, actually. And so perfect for videos that I recorded and getting them up on YouTube and, you know, just going through the many steps of uploading a finished video to my channel and writing the appropriate description and then publishing. It's just, I mean, because remember from my procrastination episode, the more steps uh, involved in accomplishing a task, the less likely that I'm going to accomplish that task. So these were quite something that I was doing that. And when I got into a good groove, recording videos, getting them up on YouTube, the next step was to post about them on Facebook and Twitter. It's kind of an uncontrollable monster in a way, right? You get it up on YouTube, you go through all that, you publish it, but then you got to switch platforms and go to different social media platforms. But I've not publicized this podcast in that way. It's literally just been for me. And I've shared it with a, a handful of people and some of them have shared it with others, etc., etc. And that's how it goes. But it, it's still really just a quiet little storytelling experiment. <laughs> but now, I truly feel like I want to broaden that. And I feel like I want people, more people to know it's out there. And more people have asked me if it's okay if they share it on their uh, social media platforms. And so inevitably, I am going to need to post about this on my own social media platforms. Uh, You know, I know that there are lots of people out there taking in information from goodness knows how many different sources at the same time. But I began to see during the the book and the video process that that was not going to feel good from a mental health perspective. I stay off social media. I avoid added channels of information. I mean, it feels great when someone comments. It feels really valuable to know. I mean, what I am offering is helpful. It is important. And to know that that's working is wonderful. But then you have to respond to those comments, I suppose. You've got to know those comments exist, and so you've got to be checking the various platforms. And so, really, you've got to have that little red uh, badge that tells you you've got one, two, three, six, ten, twelve different messages there. And, and I haven't had that badge appearing on any app, no alert badge allowed on my phone in years. I mentioned it's not easy to create what I consider useful content to get it out there regularly like this podcast or like those videos. But for me, it is sheer joy. It is what my heart desires, so to speak. If I could choose, I would do little else but creating content and running and biking and hanging with my family. But what my heart desires, my brain cannot tolerate having to maintain attention on those multiple sensory inputs is just, I get anxious thinking about it and just talking about it. So I have a strong desire to begin more broadly spreading the word of this podcast, coming smack up against what I know will be very mentally taxing. Though I deeply desire (laughs) 
to create content and putting it down in some form like a video or a podcast. It is, it's been, it's pretty straightforward actually to publish these episodes thanks to the, the podcast platform that I use, Anchor, uh, anchor.fm. They make it very easy. But now I've got to begin taking that extra step, the many extra steps, getting back onto my Facebook page, which I haven't looked at more than once or twice in the last couple of years. Break out one of my Twitter handles and, and even Instagram, I suppose, which actually makes me sound quite old because Twitter or Instagram is not an I suppose platform. It is an absolute you've got to do it kind of platform. And then I guess I'll see how it all unfolds, unfolds, trying to minimize its mental health impact while while embracing not just the need to do it, but the joy, seeing and seeking the joy in sharing what I'm creating. So, uh, not long from now, a couple weeks away, I imagine, uh, after this and perhaps the next episode, I'm going to post it about it on Facebook. After I clean the cobwebs off, I'll relearn also how to use Twitter (laughs) and I'll ask my teenage daughter how to get going on Instagram. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Until next time.